On today's episode, Rick Bonus has stepped down as the head coach of the Dallas Stars. I'll discuss whether or not Bonus's name should be thrown into the mix for the Blackhawks, as well as some updates on Barry Trotz. Top prospect Lucas Reichel also played a massive impact in Team Germany's 9-4 win over Italy yesterday. And then to wrap things up will be Alex DeBrinket's 2021-2022 season recap. All that and plenty more right here on Locked On Blackhawks. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Saturday, May 21st. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at Jack Bushman2, or you could also go and check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talkin' Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And if you're listening to the audio version of today's episode and you like what you're hearing, then please go and show some support first by following the podcast, which will only take a quick couple of seconds. Literally, just a quick click of the button will help me out tremendously. You can also go and leave the show five stars if you like what you're hearing today as well. And if you're tuning in through Apple Podcasts or through Spotify, then definitely go and leave me a review. If you're always listening to the podcast and you like what you're hearing, then please go and leave me a review. I always appreciate the feedback from my tremendous listeners out there. And best of all, it's 100% for free wherever you may be listening to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. It's all 100% for free. And if you go and follow the show right now, then you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And if you're not already watching the video version of today's episode, then you got to be sure to go and check out Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube because each and every episode through the rest of the summer, folks, and heading into next season is going to have a video version attached to it as well. So if you haven't done so already, please. Go and subscribe to Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube. Go and smash the like button for me down below. Go and comment as well as to what grade you think Alex DeBrinket deserves for his 2021-2022 season. And go and turn on those push notifications as well. Go and ring that bell so that you can be notified when the episode gets uploaded to YouTube each and every day. All right, good afternoon, everyone. Thank you all for tuning into another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. Your one-stop shop for all things Chicago Blackhawks and for making the show your first listen here to kick off your weekend. I hope everybody is enjoying their Saturday so far here today. And to open things up on the show this afternoon, let's get into Rick Bonus stepping down as the head coach of the Dallas Stars yesterday. A pretty, pretty quick decision here made by Bonus just a couple of days after the Stars were knocked out of the Stanley Cup playoffs by the Calgary Flames. Seems like something that could have already potentially been in the works or something that Bonus was aware was going to come in the next couple of weeks. Just based on his statement and the timing of things, he said how he was going to allow Dallas to go in a different direction. Based on all of that, as well as some things that I've seen from Dallas beat reporters and whatnot, it seemed like it was kind of a mutual decision here that, you know, if Bonus wasn't going to step down, they were going to move in a different direction anyway. So ultimately, I think he just kind of made the first move and uh, got himself out of there. Um, But like I said, it it was a very quick decision here. Dallas certainly didn't make any 
um, didn't waste any time here by going with this route. And Bonus is now uh, another name that's on the market and in the mix potentially for the Chicago Blackhawks' next head coach. Barry Trotz, of course, is the first and most notable name out there. He was fired just a couple of weeks ago by the New York Islanders. Pete DeBoer was let go by the Vegas Golden Knights as well. And now we have Rick Bonus joining the head coach free agent market. And by the way, folks, one thing I did want to mention here on today's episode, according to Jay Zawoski, the former host of the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, who's now with CHGO Sports, uh, he reported that he was told by someone, didn't say a specific source, but he was told that the Blackhawks had reached out to Barry Trotz to see if he was interested in becoming their next head coach. Check off box number one of what Kyle Davidson needed to do, uh, because if the Blackhawks didn't at least give Barry a call, that would have been an absolute disaster. With, with a coach like that, with that type of pedigree, who's had success everywhere he's been, from the New York Islanders taking them to back-to-backs of Eastern Conference final appearances, to winning the Stanley Cup with the Washington Capitals, to starting his career out with the Nashville Predators and making the playoffs a handful of times there and having that team be competitive, uh, the Blackhawks simply had to make a call. And I'm glad to hear that they did at least extend and, and reach out to Trotz to see what he was thinking about this situation. But the sad news is, <clears throat> apparently, it doesn't seem like he's wanting to sign on and coach through a rebuild here in Chicago, especially when there are now a couple of better situations out there for him. He's also already interviewed for the Winnipeg Jets head coaching spot, which he's someone who grew up in the Winnipeg area. So there's a lot of ties there and would make sense for him to ultimately end up as the coach of the Jets. It just didn't seem all that likely from the get-go that Trotz would have interest in the Blackhawks. But now it seems um, pretty official here. Jay is someone who's extremely trusted here in the Chicago land area. And for good reason, Jay's an awesome guy, very reputable and has been around for quite a while. So no reason to not believe the report uh, that he has heard. So yes, it does sound like Barry Trotz is out of the running as the next head coach of the Chicago Blackhawks, but there are still two veteran coaches out there and Pete DeBoer and Rick Bonus, who are actually kind of similar in their uh, coaching backgrounds because both of them have a ton of experience from behind the bench. Um, Bonus actually first coached in the NHL way back in 1988 and has had stints with several different teams like the Winnipeg Jets, um, or they were not the Winnipeg Jets back then, but he started his career coaching up in Winnipeg. He also coached Boston, Ottawa, the New York Islanders, Phoenix, and now, of course, the Dallas Stars, where he just recently stepped away a few days ago uh, and was the head coach there for Dallas when they made that incredible run all the way to the 2020 Stanley Cup final before losing to the Tampa Bay Lightning and what was their first of now two consecutive Stanley Cup victories. Um, but actually, one thing that I found kind of interesting, I was going over Bonus's coaching career yesterday, and aside from that 2010 squad that made it all the way to the Stanley Cup final, not a whole lot of playoff success out of Rick Bonus's teams. The only other time that he's reached even the conference final came way back in 1992, and he's also missed the playoffs seven out of 10 times in the full seasons that he's coached from behind the bench. So um, not really a lot of success in the postseason out of Rick Bonus's teams. And I thought it was kind of interesting to hear kind of um, Dallas's fans 
reaction to Bonus stepping down because a lot of them seem to be uh, pretty happy that he's no longer their head coach. And to be fair, a lot of people said, you know, I have the utmost respect for Rick Bonus. He was, by all accounts, a great guy, very respected in the locker room. Um, obviously, you know, he's got all that experience, but a lot of people had some, a lot of Stars fans, I should say, had some disagreements with the way that he handles handled things uh, in the past two seasons. A lot of interesting lineup decisions. Uh, I also read about how just his system was way too reliant on the goaltender, and it's actually funny because that's exactly what happened in Game 7 against Calgary. It was the Jake Ottinger show for the Stars, um, putting together one of the best goaltending performances I've ever seen in, in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Um, but that was kind of a snippet of that, right? Like Dallas was absolutely manhandled in game seven by the Flames. The only reason that they were still alive was because of how well their goaltender was faring. And I, I read about how uh, that was too frequent of a situation that the Stars found themselves in late in games this year. They just sat back a little too, they were a little too soft in the crucial point of games. They just weren't all that aggressive. Uh, offensively as a whole when when it came down to crunch time. Uh, and they blew a lot of leads that way this season because of it. Uh, and offense overall, aside from what we saw from Rupe Hans, Joe Pavelski, and Jason Robertson this season, the top line for Dallas, they struggled mightily as a group to score goals. And that's kind of been an issue for them uh, really ever since they made the Stanley Cup a few years back. So uh, it, it was just kind of interesting to see the way that fans kind of broke down Rick Bonus's head coaching tenure with the Stars. And just based on some of those things that I've heard, um, it just doesn't sound like a system. It, it sounds like old-time hockey, right? And I don't think that's the direction the Blackhawks really need to be going in. They need a fresh mind, someone who's got the right approach to the game. Like Defensively, has has been a huge issue for the Blackhawks the last handful of years. And our entire first half of the season was relying on the goaltender too much. The only only reason we had half of our wins this year was because Marc-Andre Fleury stood on his head and um, carried the way for the Blackhawks. We worked way too reliant on the goaltender. So compared to Bonus and the way he likes to run things, I just don't think it would be a perfect fit for the direction the Blackhawks are heading in. A very veteran head coach like that uh, who doesn't have a whole lot of playoff success on his resume, I personally just don't think Rick Bonus would be a good fit for the Blackhawks. I don't really have a ton of interest in that avenue. Uh, but I thought it was kind of funny because on Twitter yesterday, I actually ran a poll to see how all you fans would feel about Rick Bonus. And the vast majority that voted said they did not want him to become the next head coach of the Blackhawks. So I guess most of us are uh, in agreement on that matter. We'll see if the Blackhawks front office uh, feels differently about it. I have a feeling that they won't, but you never know in this game. Um, things can change in a hurry, and we've seen weirder things go on in the offseason. Um, of course, we're still, you know, two months away from the Blackhawks finalizing their decision on the next head coach, but it will be interesting to see if Rick Bonus is one of those names thrown around in the mix during the process. All right, there are some thoughts on Rick Bonus stepping down as the head coach of the Dallas Stars as well as the Blackhawks showing some interest in hiring Barry Trotz. Coming up in just a moment, I will get into Lucas Reichel having a mammoth performance for Team Germany in their 9-4 win over Team Italy. But first, I need to talk to you all about Bet Online. 
It's that time of the year again, folks, as baseball season is finally upon us, and Bet Online has way more odds and info from game scores, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired manager is going to land or who the first fired manager is going to be this year. Whatever you want to bet on, either way, Bet Online remains the number one spot for all sports betting here in 2022. And it's not just baseball, from the NBA and NHL playoffs to esports, boxing and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2022 season. Bet online is both the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports in Vegas casino games. Bet online, where the game begins. All right, we're back here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. Getting into segment two now today, I also wanted to be sure to mention that Lucas Reichel did, in fact, make his first appearance at the 2022 IIHF World Championships yesterday, and he did so by making quite a big statement. And I talked about this on Thursday, but Reichel, uh, it was announced earlier in the week that he was going to join Team Germany over in Finland after the Ice Hogs got bounced from the Calder Cup playoffs. He didn't end up getting into the lineup on Thursday for Team Germany, but as I said, did get in there for their matchup with Team Italy yesterday morning. Uh, not exactly top-tier competition there in, in Team Italy, but uh, that's kind of how it goes in the World Championship. Sorry, folks, I got something in my eye here that's driving me absolutely bonkers right now. Um, but yeah, not not the most top tier or elite competition there in team Italy. I don't believe they have any NHLers, uh, but Reichel nonetheless went on to have a three point performance in his first game of the world championships, including a beautiful goal after a, a swift passing play by Germany in the offensive zone. Reichel tapped it home out front, a beautiful redirect. And he also went on to add two assists in Germany's nine, four victory over the Italians, a heck of a showing from Lucas Reichel, exactly what us Blackhawks fans wanted to see. Goes over there and makes an impact immediately. Played a pretty big role as well. He finished with just short of 16 minutes of ice time, probably playing somewhere uh, in the middle six, if I would have to imagine. But after having a three-point game, I could definitely see old Lucas Reichel getting bumped up in the lineup for Germany. Uh, But something I touched on during the episode on Thursday as well was, I know, as I said, he did this against Team Italy. Not exactly elite competition by any means. Uh, and I get that the world championships aren't always the highest quality of tournament. Uh, it has gotten a bit stronger in the last couple of days with some NHL players coming over once they were eliminated from the Stanley Cup playoffs. But it's it's still not very deep of a tournament. And, you know, the top players, they just aren't there. They're just not there. Top players are either recovering or they're still involved in the Stanley Cup playoffs over in North America. Um, But just because the top players aren't there doesn't mean that this can't be a vital experience for a young player like Lucas Reichel, who, by the way, just turned 20 a couple of days ago. Quick happy birthday and congratulations to Lucas Reichel, hopefully the future of the Chicago Blackhawks organization, of course. Uh, But this is a big opportunity for him where he's going to get good minutes, as I said, Played just under 16 minutes on uh, Friday morning. Hopefully, he'll be getting a little bit of a boost up in the lineup. But 
He's getting some good minutes there. He's going to play a big role. I assume he's going to get some time on the power play and get some chances on the man advantage. Uh, And in his first game of action, he picked up right where he left off from the AHL playoffs. I know the Ice Hogs didn't have the offensive output that they would have liked to against the Chicago Wolves. I think they only scored four goals in those three games played. But all throughout the season, Reichel was a dominant offensive player at the AHL level. And uh, he picked up right where he left off, as I said, in this game against Team Italy. A three-point debut for Lucas Reichel here at the 2022 IIHF World Championship. And hey, Team Germany is now right in the mix of things there in Group A through their first five games. I believe they have 12 points, which is tied at the top with Switzerland and Canada at the moment. So they're certainly still in the mix at the World Championships. And Reichel is going to get a a chance and an opportunity to play in some real meaningful games for his country coming up in the next couple of days. All right, there are some quick thoughts on Lucas Reichel's three-point performance for Team Germany yesterday. Coming up in just a minute, I will get into Alex DeBrinket's 2021-2022 season recap. But first, I need to talk to you all about Built Bar, which is a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Summer is coming, and you're going to need some food for being on the go. Well, Built Bars are the perfect snack to take with you everywhere you go. Throw them into your bags, throw them into your kids' backpacks, and make sure that everyone has a bar to be fueled for their summer adventures. And the best part about Built Bars is that they're both delicious and healthy. So there's no more sacrificing delicious food for health because with Built Bar, you can have both. You can get the best of both worlds. And have you tried Built Bar Puffs yet? Because if not, then you're seriously missing out on one of the best tasting protein bars on the market with flavors like banana cream pie, cinnamon churro, and birthday cake, which I actually just got to, I just got a sample pack sent to me by Built Bar not all that long ago. And I'm currently averaging like two of these things a day. I throw them in the fridge, let them get a little bit cold, and it gives it that extra birthday cakey flavor. The sprinkles are are nice and hard. Uh, It's tremendous. I seriously don't even feel like I'm eating a protein bar when I have these things. And best of all, they're all under 150 calories and have 17 grams or more of protein. So head on over to Built.com right now and be sure to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's built.com with the exclusive promo code LOCKED15, one word LOCKED in all caps, followed by the number 15 to get 15% off your next Built Bar order. Welcome back to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Moving on into segment three here today, As most of you know by now already, it's that time of the offseason where I am getting back into my season recap segment. And yesterday, Patrick Kane was the man who led things off. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, folks, definitely be sure to go and do so in order to hear the grade that I gave out good old number eight for his efforts this season. Uh, And on the show today, the second man who I will be giving uh, a grade two for their performance this year is none other than Kaner's line mate forward, Alex Debrinket. And Debrinket is also actually uh, another guy who I've already kind of broken down here on the podcast in the past couple of days. Another quick plug. If you haven't done so already, be sure to go back and listen to the episode where I dished out my Blackhawks end of the season awards, such as team MVP, most improved player, biggest bust and a couple of others as well. It was a ton of fun to hand out some of the awards. 
And as a little bit of a hint, Alex Dabrinkit received one of them. So uh, if you haven't done so already, definitely go back and give that episode a listen because a lot of good info on some of these seasons from Chicago Blackhawks players. Uh, but Dabrinkit, of course, getting into his season, set a ton of career highs across the board this year. 41 goals, ties a career high. 37 assists is a career best, 78 points as well, 14 power play goals sets a career high, so does 28 power play points. He was incredible. He and Kane were the offense all season long. The only two that remained productive and were somewhat consistent at least throughout the course of the 82-game campaign. Uh, And I thought it was kind of funny because if you go and look at when they had their off nights, basically so did the Chicago Blackhawks. Like, Go back and look at the game logs and the games where neither Kane nor Alex Dabrinkit finished with a point. Usually the Blackhawks got shut out that night. So they were the entire offense all season long. That top line really carried the way. Um, And for Dabrinkit, it was just more of a reassurance this season that he is one of the top players in the entire NHL. For sure, one of the top goal scorers and his playmaking was around a little bit more than we've seen it in the, uh, seen it in the past, excuse me. As I said, 37 assists is a career best, 78 points is a career best. Nearly a point per game guy with 78 points in his 82 games played. I was really rooting for the cat in those final games down the stretch to get over the point per game hump, but uh, unfortunately just fell a little bit short. But one interesting tidbit that I found on Debrinket's season, kind of like Patrick Kane, neither of those two really had efficient seasons in terms of shooting the puck. I mean, Debrinket did still shoot a little bit over 15% this year, which uh, certainly isn't bad by any means, but that's actually the second lowest shooting percentage that he's had in his five-year NHL career. And he still found a way to pot 41 goals this season. I think that kind of tells you how special of a sniper Alex Debrinket truly is, and also how often he was both shooting the puck and was on the ice for the Chicago Blackhawks. His 270 shots on goal this year was also a career best, as was his average time on ice of 20 minutes and 51 seconds. So career highs all over the board here for Alex Dabrinkit. He also set career bests in terms of hits with 101 and also in takeaways with 67. So he wasn't just getting it done in the offensive zone. Uh, He was more physical than ever. He actually set Uh, his career best in hits by a large margin. And he was also, I think, a little bit more effective on the back check. And we saw that as a result of his takeaway to giveaway ratio, 67 takeaways as opposed to 47 giveaways out of Debrinket this year. Uh, So all in all, I mean, in all areas, you know, I really don't have any complaints about the type of season that Alex Debrinket had. On the ice, he was nothing short of incredible. Offensively, I don't really even have to talk about it that much more. The numbers really speak for themselves. I also thought he took strides in his defensive game, and not only with his takeaways, but he was getting a lot more opportunities on the penalty kill with Derek King behind the bench. Uh, And also, off of the ice, I thought he he really took a step uh, and took on more of a leadership role in the locker room for the Blackhawks this year as well. So I really don't have anything bad to say about Alex Dabrinkit's season. The one thing that kind of came to mind when I was prepping this was, you know, maybe 
He has to work on that one-timer a little bit so he can be more of a lethal weapon at the left dot on the power play. Uh, but at that point, I- I'm really just kind of nitpicking. So um, Alex it all in all, just an amazing season. And one thing that I think goes underappreciated about his game is how well he's been able to stay healthy so far throughout his career. He's been extremely durable. Once again, Debrinket played in 82 games this season. In uh, the only games that he's missed in his NHL career, there have been five, and he missed them because of COVID-19. And he didn't even test positive. His roommate at the time, former Blackhawks defenseman Adam Boquist, this occurred last year in the 56-game shortened season, but Boquist test positive for COVID-19. And since he was living with the Brinkett, the cat was forced into COVID, uh, into quarantine, excuse me. That's the only string of games that he's missed in his NHL career so far. That's a very underrated and under underappreciated part of his game, I think. Um, but overall, as I said, uh, I'm just rambling on here at this point. I don't have any complaints about the season that Alex DeBrinket had. And I really don't know how I could give him anything other than an A plus, you know, he continues to prove that he's an elite sniper set career highs in most major categories this year. Also took strides in his defensive game was given a larger role on the penalty kill. Uh, He was more physical than ever. We saw a feisty kitty this season. Uh, He stayed healthy once again, played in all 82 games. And I thought he also took strides um, in the leadership department. So both on and off the ice, I thought he was fantastic. Uh, he handled the larger role well, up ticking ice time, playing more of a leadership um, mentality, brought that to the ice. Uh, a little bit more experienced and veteran um, veteran mindset was brought to the table. So for the second straight day here, folks, I am actually going to be dishing out an A-plus for the season that Blackhawks forward Alex DeBrinkett put together because all in all, he was spectacular. I don't have any complaints at all. Hopefully, we'll see many more types of seasons like this out of Alex DeBrinkett. All right, folks, I think that is going to wrap up Saturday, May 21st's episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you all again for tuning into the show, and be sure to go and follow the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and go and subscribe to Locked On Blackhawks on YouTube. And you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, be sure to go and check out the Lockdown NHL podcast for all the latest news, info, and updates out of the teams that are still alive in the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's free and available on all platforms, so be sure to check out Lockdown NHL right now wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at Jack Bushman 2, or you can also go and check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And for any questions at all regarding anything related to the podcast or to the Blackhawks, feel free to email lockdownblackhawks at gmail.com. You can also hit me up on any one of my Twitter accounts, or you could call 708 653 0572 to leave a voicemail. So until Monday's episode, thanks again for tuning into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.